And welcome to the We Are Sacramento podcast. This is episode 166, and I'm here with... Boss Ass Marty. Mr. Miles Jolly. And I am definitely your favorite immigrant, Mr. Mario Lopez. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Jamming. We got a guest today. Yeah, you hello. Know, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say, her, can I say your name Tell first, man? Tell them her name. <laughs> you know, Miss Marie Design, you know, that <laughs> you can find her on the podcast by all of them names. You know what I mean? She, she's never told us her last name because she want to stay off the streets. <laughs> no, it's Thomas so, if you want to know. Damn. Wow. I'll put it on I there. Expect, I didn't know that, actually. Yes. I didn't know that. But look, you better man, know. We appreciate <laughs> you for being email. here. You know, she's been... Ask me if she's cool enough to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, man, you always been cool. I so know. You, you'll be all right, man. You know what I mean? But we're going to talk to you about everything that you do and everything that you got going on. That you also got your podcast with us here that we're producing. And we appreciate you. And uh, it's it's looking good already, man. So, uh, But we're going to get down to business before get down to I get the business. look. No looks. Nah, look at him. No, no eye contact. No eye contact. Now listen, man. Now. We're about to impart by Oak Park Brewing Company. Feed down with OPB. Yeah, you, you know, know me. me. Listen, man, they're open every day. They got the money vibes going on right now. They get DJs. They got the food. They got the beer. Everything's amazing. Go check them out. Go support them. The We Are Sacramento Beer is almost done. We Go support it. Um, it's out and about in town, too. So it's in distribution. So it's everywhere in Sacramento. Uh, so if you see it, support it. It's and everywhere it's in Sacramento, period. Period. No, just kidding. And <laughs> if you are a business in Sacramento that sells alcohol, you got to ask yourself, why don't you have a We Are Sacramento beer that's made by Oak Park and the Word. people that make this city amazing? Because literally, right. the beer is brewed by the people on the beer label. Right. It's for the people, by the people, all the people. It but yeah, is man. the people. But yeah, go support it, man. <laughs> and if you're down with OPB, yeah, yeah you, you know me. me. Now listen, man, we're also brought to you by, in part by MXL Mics and Akona Mati. We sound so beautiful. Sound that would look so good. Ow. Yeah. Man, look, if you got a podcast, <laughs> want to start a podcast, check them out, mxlmics.com. Now we're going to give a big shout out. That kind of records. Jessica. Listen, man, if you got a platinum hit sitting in your hands right now, hit them up. DeckerRecords.com. Now, look, also, I have an announcement to make about the the next uh, person that that, that supports us and what we're doing, and it's uh, Brown and You Aesthetics. They are growing. Yeah, they're love it. They're not going to be doing facials and things like that. They're going to be doing hair, nails. It's going to be a one-stop Uh-oh. shop. And they're growing. They're going to find a new location, so I will keep you guys posted. But another good way to find out what they're up to in their growth, you could just follow them on Instagram at Brian U Aesthetics. So congratulations to you, Brianna yes, Brand. Yes, congrats, Super dope. Girl. Always good to dope, see the dope. young people, the young ladies doing their thing and just, you know, moving on up. Now you know we we got podcasts. I still don't have a list, but look, I can try and go. We got the CEC. We have Groundworks that records in here. We have Remix with Marie that she's here. Yeah. We have Nad Wines. We have yes. Have a Dope Day. We have art yes. everywhere. Uh, 
Monsters in Suits. Monsters in Suits. Yeah. We are Sacramento, of course. You know what I'm saying? And we're working on another one that's going to be a monster of a fucking podcast. I mean, all I'm going to say is that the owner of Fat Cat Tattoo hit me up and was like, oh, I want to start a podcast and say, let's, we're going to start a podcast. <laughs> it's going to be fire. And the people that I, I could already see the people that are going to wow. be walking in here and just listening to all that. So not only do we love producing your podcast here, but we appreciate all of you guys and everyone that walks through here. So we truly, truly appreciate y'all for being here. Another shout out I want to give is to uh, Josh Joran. You know what I mean? Always, Always. From, from the Groundworks people and uh, uh, City Sound and, and Sound Bites and Cheat Codes. You know, Big Mike out here with the embroidery. What's oh, up? Oh. <laughs> That's but a one-stop shop. One-stop shop, too. So, you know, you got to check them out, too. Um, but, yeah, man, we're just trying to do the damn thing. Uh, Nod Wines. Did I not say that? Nod Wines. Did yes. I, yeah, yeah. I did say that. Uh-huh. But if I miss some of y'all, y'all know we love you. Oh, somebody needs to hear this and have some shame. Oh, so, yeah. There's that. Um, so, now, let me get down to my <laughs> rant. So, it's, it's just... So I decided I went to the bathroom like yes. two seconds ago. And usually I decide within the time I press record. Like there's, I don't, it's just, I have decisions to make. And sometimes they're hard ones and it's just a very last minute thing. <laughs> right? Now, <laughs> there's something that has always gotten me in trouble. And I will say that having intercourse with a person too soon or too late may or may not get me in trouble. Now, we have now I'm gonna say this. I think that's, that's this is real shit. Like, it's, it's real stuff. Real. It's, like, and, and it's I'm trying to find the words and I'm pausing a little because I, I'm trying to be respectful. I swear if there's a man listening that does not by the words that have been spoken, mm-hmm. not get uh yeah, I be like, yep, yeah. I made some mistakes. Yep. <laughs> now <laughs> I've, I've always made the mistake to fuck myself into a relationship because of things that have been said during sessions, you know. And, and so I will say what this. The fuck? I will say this. I've, I've always made the mistake that because sex was good, that I was like, oh, this is a person I should definitely be with because the sex is good. Whereas instead of... Right, get get in the microphone. I know, I know you're I, just, I know you're flabbergasted because this is we've been holding this for years, girl. And so I feel like I have to say way too much during this. And you should. Uh-huh. And now here here's why I say this. I think that a lot of times men and women make the mistake to find a connection through a physical connection and. Only through the physical part. Now, I myself, I'm speaking from experience, I have made the mistakes that if I felt the physical connection, then that must definitely be the right situation for me. And so that's why it caught me up in a lot of the situations that I've been in. My two kids, mom, with all due respect, I love my kids, but if it was based on anything else, I probably wouldn't have any kids. So I would say this. I think that a lot of times, now now that I'm older, because we kind of had a conversation like this <laughs> yesterday, oh right? Ms. Redesign. I wasn't going to say that. I'm not going to say the things that I said specifically. Ms. Redesign. Last night's post-podcast conversation was, was amazing. Lit. And this what prompted this This, this, this is funny. And so my, my thing is, is where I'll, I'll post this question to everyone. When is it too soon 
to have sex with the person that you're dating? Or is there such thing as having sex too soon with a person you're dating? Or anything like that. Or because when it when it comes down to to one night stands, the norm does not count. That doesn't count because you're gonna do stuff with them and not see them ever again. Okay. I mean, the yeah, we yeah. all know that if you meet somebody at the club and you do stuff with them, the likelihood of you ending it's up with slim. them is slim to none. Though there is exceptions to the rule that some people have ended up after a nine one stand, which that has happened to me. Now, I will say once that physical passion is gone and that and the real person catches up six months later, <laughs> how much do you regret one having this having sex with that person and then going, fuck, why is this so good? And then have you stayed too long? So I will say, here's a question to everyone on the table. Marie, you can go first. Oh, is there such a thing as having sex too soon with a person that you are dating? Keyword dating. Oh, do you want me to go? I don't no, know. Well, well, no. Like, I want to say, like, there's a... <laughs> it's like a case-by-case basis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mammoth. Absolutely. No, I, I 100% agree with that. Just, it is. Okay. It is. I mean, it is a... <laughs> I'm not going to put any of a blast, but it is a case-by-case basis. And there's been times where it was too soon for me, and I yes. should not have done that. Yeah, I believe that. Okay. And then there's times where it was like, oh, that was too soon, but it worked out for a minute. Wow. I mean, I'm single right now, so it's like yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so there's yeah, case yeah. by case. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna sit right in the middle and say case by case. <laughs> okay, Miles, go right. I don't know, Marty. Do you want to go first? Because you know, I, I was first. I was definitely gonna say that it depends because like you can tell a lot of the time. Like I don't. Okay, I can tell when I used to date. Back in the day, day. Back in the day, but I could tell like vibes, like yeah. like I'm not no, like I know where you're trying to get with this right now, like absolutely yeah. not, like we're, I'm gonna go home, see ya, you know. So like that's just and that's just it. Yeah, sometimes I like to take. I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of girls. Like we like to take pride in going home. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But if not. But I'm gonna like speak on behalf of like the ones that anyway. you like to stay as well too. Yeah, like I, I, I mean like, I mean like, I mean like if you fuck it, like do what you got to do. But like at the end of the day, just catch the vibes. That's what yeah. I was saying, yep. case by case. True. <laughs> I'm like thinking about what else to say. Like, that. <laughs> all right, don't get caught up. <laughs> it is definitely a case by case. Yeah, I. Have only been in okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, the only times so. I have been dating the girl before uh-huh. we had sex was the first girl I lost my virginity to, and my ex-wife. Every other one of my sexual encounters, we weren't either even you close didn't even to dating. Know their name. <laughs> I am so embarrassed to say this. There are girls I've had sex with that I currently do not oh remember. And they're from, from Rancho Cordova. Shout Ooh, out to no. the RC. No, actually. <laughs> I'm not lying. Oh, I have actually My only God. had sex with maybe two girls that I went to high school with. Everybody else was from somebody else in the yeah. Sacramento area. And those were the two See? girls that it was within the same day. Oh, you said this. I remember. Uh, you know you can't say that. Uh, I remember uh, things. Okay. Yeah. Only one of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that no, actually. I, yeah. No, actually. Oh, no. I will man. go back to episode uh, 135. Okay. That oh, no. of three, only okay. one I went to high school with. 
The other two I didn't. Yeah. But is it accurate to say that they were from Rancho Cordova or? Close enough. Yeah. yeah. yeah close yeah. enough. Yeah. Not in the city limits. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't think it matters at all. Okay. Now I will, I will say this part, right? I think so. <laughs> I mean, it is because of that. Re- no, I don't even want to say that. So like, I will say this because I think that person doesn't listen anymore because because I'm, I'm in their mind, I'm, I'm a piece of shit, I think. Um, I'm a horrible man that's violent and I'm just my power and my money and my, and my <laughs> power, fame. money, respect. And my fame. And my fame. And my fame. And don't forget fame. Yep. So I think that, you know, once you realize that things <laughs> That's go, why I'm here, honestly. Yeah. I don't let you know that. <laughs> I only like you for your power. Fame, the, right? like, the money. Totally. Yeah. The money part. Yeah. 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 But he found out about my fame and it's here. It you changed I mean? It changed everything. I, I, I started because you were a cool cat, but yeah. I stuck around because of the fame. fame. You know, it was it's because of the money we make. I'm not going to lie. Because Mario, because Miles was like, Mario's going to make me famous because he's famous and we're going to be famous together. That's what it was. I want the clout. I want the clout. Listen. But anyways, I don't think that person listens anymore because <laughs> you know fired. their views have changed about me for whatever reasons, right? Man, but I will say, entertaining is above. But I will say that I think that there's a lot of times that when we fall for the physical part of it, that we end up making the decisions that we make wrongly like i thought i was like oh well that's definitely this is per- definitely a person that i can date because we're connecting physically in this way or sexually or whatnot and and they go like oh shit it's so much more than that because when things actually do go wrong or happen to go wrong and you see the level of patience that they or even i have ever had i go oh it's way past the part of 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 a physical connection because we talked about it yesterday i go nowadays i go how much how many boxes am I checking and how much work am I willing to put in? That's how I'm gauging it now. Like I go, okay, can I talk to them? Cool. Do they have an anger problem? Do they have this? And then I go, okay, can I work with this? <laughs> yes. Can I work with that? No. So I'm checks and balances now. And I go, my main thing now is go, how much work am I willing to put in and how much am I willing to not put up with? You know what I mean? And I go, well, if the sex is mediocre, I can make it work. I could just teach her what I like and call it a day. Right? Yeah. Because it's all about yeah. communicating that yeah. part. Now, I go, yeah, with that other person, maybe the sex was great, but I go, everything else was trash. Right? <laughs> because if all it takes is one misunderstanding and you not checking on that person that you're confused about what's going on, then there wasn't an, a strong enough emotional yeah. connection. Right? And no fault to them or to me, but I'm just saying emotionally we weren't supposed to even be attached to each other because we're not in the same wavelength, right? Now, we all think, we all speak our truth from our perspective. Yes. So whatever I'm saying, I may be even be wrong about it. That other person may have their their thoughts about things, but it also goes, when you think about it in the general con- consensus, you go, a lot of us make the wrong decisions because we're focused on the wrong things. You know, whether it be physical, monetary, and all these things, right? So I go, how many times can you guys say that you guys have made the wrong, take the sex out of everything or relationship. How many times do you guys feel you guys have made a bad decision based on something that later on you realize that you were focused on the wrong thing? 
Oh, oh count, yeah. Countless. <laughs> yeah. How many, countless like, times. last week, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> How many about two hours ago, buddy? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I mean. Constantly, yeah. yeah. I mean, relationships, yeah. And, like, I mean, I think that anybody can say that with thinking back at their exes. Like, you're, like, yeah. ill, you know? Yeah. Or even jobs that you take. Like, That's what I was going to say. Jobs, jobs, you know? yeah. Even just, like, the way, like, even, <laughs> okay, so, like, in videos, like, and shit, if, yeah. like, when I look back at videos and I'm like, oh, god damn, why, why was I like, why, why was my why was persona? It, yeah. yeah, why was, why yeah. did I act like that? Yuck. <laughs> like yeah. I was young, okay, but anyway, yes, yeah. yes, I can. So, I, and 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 I've made those same things when we came to even just like friends or it doesn't have to be. And I'm I'm only bringing up that part about that because it also translates to behaviors that we learn, traits that that we learn, and we keep right. And I think a lot of the times we're we're just focused on the wrong things. We're focused on the thing that gives us pleasure right away, right? Yep. And that's where we can kind of go wrong on certain things. Yeah, like. It's it's a matter of just understanding the balance and the peace that you do want in your life. You know, remember, like I started it off as a joke and saying how soon is it too soon or whatever. And then and to engage everyone, but just to teach the lesson that it's like even like for me, like I think a lot of people look at what we're doing and they think it's like put together and then there's no there's no freak out period. Like because the way I carry myself outside of here People think that I don't go through the part where I'm second guessing myself, going through an insecurity period. Is this going to work? Is this going to be a good thing? Is this going to affect or impact someone negatively? You know, because I'm always thinking of what it is that I'm focused on. You know what I mean? Am I focused in my product? Am I focused in what I'm trying to accomplish in the long run? And what I always tell people that do ask me the questions because they think that I have everything 100% buttoned up, I go, well, I've stopped focusing on the product because I know that that's already done. You know, what I focus on is my impact, whether it's negative or positive, and the next person, on the person next to me. And I go, even if I affect that person negatively, are they still learning from me? I've always made the joke, it's like, no matter what happens, I've impacted people negatively and positively in either way they've learned something. Either they've learned to maneuver a certain situation a certain way, either they've learned to not do certain things, whether it's positive or negative. So I go, even if said person has negatively been impacted by me or my actions, they have learned something. At least that's what my 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 confident self can say. And I think all of us at this table and even, you know, Josh and Big Mike, you everyone here has a business. You know what I mean? And it's and it's one way or another impacted other people. And then the people that we do business with also impact us. So I also go like, and it goes back to the morals part. You know, sleeping with someone within the week has nothing to do with your morals. You just happen to be feeling that person. Yep. You know what I mean? Again, we talked about the morals shifting all the time and the way that people come into our lives change the way we view things in perspectives because perspectives are supposed to always change. So what I'm trying to say with this rant is to say, never pigeonhole yourself into a box to think that you are supposed to act or be something that you are not supposed to be other than just be you and be human and you are going to constantly change and you are going to constantly contradict yourself. Because just because you can sleep with someone within a week that you really like now, there'll be someone that you might date that you won't sleep with them for six months. That's true. Or even think there's somebody you slept with 
And years later, you didn't realize, oh, shit, I kind of like that person. Right. Like, but didn't give it a chance because I was focused on a physicality or something. Right. So. You know what I mean? So just kind of, you know, don't think too much about the the criticisms and the things that you may or may not get because you act a certain way. Because we've talked about, like, I think we're, we understand that we're humans and that we're going to constantly change in the way we act. It's not, our energy is not the same with everyone. Yes. You know what I mean? And so even with me, like, I meet people all the time and the energy is not the same i i've i've known people for years and i don't help them do shit i meet someone a week or two and then like hey man i I need help with this and boom i'm right there for them because it's a matter of filling the vibe of what that is with mighty you said that where it's like hey like you know like, like i mean look like this miles i've known you for four years much longer. Five, right? It's five. Much longer. Oh no, than six that. now because of preservation. The other, the other place, yeah. 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 So. Oh fuck, I said the name. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So six years, Marty about three, four. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. But it's like even yeah. even when we when we when we said this and I go like we you said this too, like we were actually in a room where we needed to help each other, right? And it was like, Oh, I've known people for a long time that wouldn't even do that. They wouldn't even be in the situation. They wouldn't want to be a part of it. So I go, oh, that's fam. And we we in here till the, till the wheels fall off. So it's always about thinking about what the next step and how the next step is going to be taken. And don't worry too much about the length of how long you've known people. Because right. it's, it's how you build that connection with people. You know what I mean? I think we've done that here with us. We've always been able to, to just kind of, no matter what, we just got each other's back and that's it. Yeah. And once you go. It doesn't even have to be spoken. It doesn't even have to yeah. be said. You know what I mean? Like even the way we conduct the podcast is we don't even really talk about what we're going to talk about to each other, but it just kind of works out into, Somehow, in, yeah. into an episode that gets a lot of listens. So. And it, that's it, just how it, it is. It's cohesive somehow, <laughs> some way. <laughs> it works, right? And so, great minds think alike. So right. I'll I'll finish it this way because I went on for a little bit too long. It's just don't worry too much about the criticism of your actions because just as long as you're out there being your true self and not purposely going out there and harming people, you know. Yeah, just do you, man. And it's because it's also okay for you to change. What was yeah. okay yes. for you to do twenty years ago, you yeah. would never ever dream of doing. Right. At 40. Yeah. So, for sure. You know. Even if it was two weeks ago, if you decided to change how you want to do things, that's okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. For real. I mean, shit. If I, and I always say this, if I was, if I was worried about all these things that we talked about, we would, there wouldn't even be a podcast. I agree. There wouldn't be. It just, it just wouldn't be. You know what I mean? One of living proof that people do change and their perspectives on life and morality and all that shit do shift over time. Real talk. The more you see, the more you learn, the more you're like, ooh, I was that bad dude. That that good. So, Yeah. Well, remnants of our experiences. That was a good rant. Yeah, man. That was my rant of that. But you know what we got up next is Boss Talk with. Boss Ass Marty. So how's it going? It's Monday, October 24th. Damn, okay. You're giving them everything. 7.30 right. p.m. Shit, <laughs> Running wow. a little late. Is this the 24th? This is yes. how rappers get yeah. robbed. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I'm not saying our location. Okay, yeah. And they, won't, and they won't see it till later. Yeah. yeah. So we're here at the loft. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what are we talking about? So we're getting know. into the holiday season, y'all. We are getting into yes, the holiday season. Yeah. Um, 
Um, it's Drake's birthday. Is this today? Was it Damn, champagne puppy. Yes. Wow. We missed out, guys. We mi- oh, no, wow. we have a couple hours. All right. So, well, we missed out. They missed out. Well, but miss out? funny, <laughs> let's laugh about this. Drake. It's Drake's birthday today, so okay. that means that it means only one thing. There's free chicken at Dave's Hot Chicken. <laughs> oh, shit. Where's Dave's Hot Chicken at? To celebrate musician musician Drake's 36th birthday since he's a major investor in the Los Angeles-based restaurant. Well, we got to drive so to this LA is right at, now. In, on our, no, it's on Arden Way. Yes. Oh, let's 3409 Arden Way. Big bike. You saw yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take my bicycle. Yeah. Take my bike, cuz. Well, that was funny. I wish it was a long... That's Happy cool, though. Like, at least what, I wish you. I would have known. That'd been cool. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I got a hurt and went and gala. Okay. So, y'all, so, um, yes, the holidays are coming up, right? Okay, so as we all mentioned, like, it's already the 24th. The freaking month is about to be over. (laughs) Halloween's coming up. Yeah. Let's stop right there. Pause real quick. What are you, real fast, what are you guys going to be for Halloween? The same thing I am every year. So, you know, those old school, like, hockey masks? Who is that? Who is that guy? It's Jason. It's not the Jason. Oh, you like the Ninja Turtle school. guy. But usually, I just put on the the uh, like mechanic suit and okay. have that on. Oh, the right. Antifa. Okay. Who's gonna be? I, I don't know. Marie, who are you gonna be? See, this is the first year my kids are with their dad on Halloween, so I don't know if I'm invited. <laughs> Marie's, oh. Marie's gonna be single for <laughs> yeah, for that's me. No I'm kidding. Um, She's single already. The mango. How about you guys over there sitting in the chair? Oh shoot! Um, I had a Halloween party recently. And I had I was a vampire. You were a vampire. Okay, you look like a vampire so in regular life. So you're going to be a vampire. Yeah, he does. Dude, undo your hair. Undo your hair. Is like. Whoosh. Have you ever seen Van Van um, Van Hi- Van Van Halen? Van Halen? Van Van. Van, 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 Van Diesel. No. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. <laughs> Watch that movie. That's the vampire. You could be yeah. in that. Yeah. You could be that guy right yeah. now. Of all the like, what's that? Supernatural being or something? Yeah. Is that I'd want to be a vampire. You have very few responsibilities. You're shiny. Right. And you're you dewy. sleep no, all day. You're not shiny. You're that is dewy. not appropriate. To you're be, dewy. That, that shimmery. That's what, how what that we try called? to make ourselves look. We look dewy. I like the sleeping Shiniest in book. all day. That part. Glim- glistening Your in the sun. Drink in blood, the vitamin C. Sleep during the day. Lay pipe. That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. Get? Uh, Twilight did not look like that's all that he did. Who? Twilight. Twilight. That's neither the, in the are, Van Helsing. Neither any, in the Van Helsing. Uh, the yeah. They were Shimmery killing people and shit. Do not, do in not Blade, count. what are you talking about? Blade did part of it. He was partial that, but he killed a lot of people. Okay. Okay. So anyway, back back to the. Okay. So everybody discuss that our Halloween costume. Yeah. Um. I don't know what I'm gonna be yet. I just don't know yet. I want okay, so I was like, let me uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been too busy planning things and growing things. Yeah, same. Okay. So So with that being said, um Halloween's gonna pass in about a week. Less than that, huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Next Monday. Then it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then it's fucking Thanksgiving. Correct. What do you guys do for Thanksgiving? I got invited to a Friendsgiving thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not yours because you haven't invited me I, yet. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I don't even know if it's been planned yet. So I was like, oh, I got that. Okay, anyway, so. But I got invited um, to another friend's gift. Yeah. You got friends, Mario? No, uh, I'm just kidding, friends. I just played. 
Um, you know okay, what? so whatever. My whole point is, let's get to December, right? Yeah. So December, we got the fortune of he's coming up. Yeah, December tenth. So I did all the most right now to like give you the introduction for no reason at all, but we are here. Fortune of Feast is on December tenth. It is at the Oak Park Community Center. Um, there is going to be volunteer opportunities. There are going to, the, the event itself is is open to all. So if you have a family, if you are single, if you are in a partnership with somebody, married, whatever the case may be, come out and you guys can share a holiday experience with us, the community. Um, typically, we have everybody and their mamas come out and freaking help out and support and we have um last year let me speak old here let me be serious sorry guys last year we had um we had catered to over 650 people and that's including families and children and um and all of that so sorry y'all um, we had about 12 community organizations come out and they donated yeah. their time or items to our feast. Something. Yeah. Um, we had the, we had like 70 volunteers come out. We had sponsorships and, and media photography, um, everything, everything. It was amazing. So this time around, our goal is to, um, to cater to over eight. Over 800, okay, we're going to say 800 people. Let's cater over 800 people. It's a lot of That's people. That's so. so I'm like, oh, my God, I'm kind of nervous. Um, however, we are going to need all of the support that we can get, and so we're going to start reaching out and start posting flyers. Um, but if your organization or um, you yourself and you want to support in any type of way, you can go to um, our website, and it is YXP, sorry, YXP. L-O-S-I-O-N dot com slash fortunate feast 2022. And that's the first domain spells explosion. Y-X-P-L-O-S-I-O-N dot com. And so, yes, go check it out. You were able to find information regarding volunteering. You can sign up as a volunteer. We need all the support again that we can get because literally... We cannot do it without this freaking community support. I got you, sis. All right. All right. <laughs> Share this invite to all of your friends and family to the whole Sacramento City. We are inviting kids, families, individuals. Grandpas. Grandpas. Dogs. Dogs came. I've seen dogs. Yes. Dress them up, dress them up in Christmas gear. And we have a drive-through and walk-through holiday experience. There was a black There's going to be a free gift distribution. So get brand new toys to wrap to take home and wrap for the holidays, and a free holiday warm five-star meal from these amazing ass restaurants and yeah. small businesses and, um, that have donated items to this feast. It is going to be fun. See you there. Yeah. It's true, folks. It's true. I could have started going to all the businesses, but it would have got long. So, um, and, and it was perfect. It, it ended right. Yeah, I tried. You know, you know, you know. But yeah. no, on a serious note, for real though, like if you guys want to reach out, please reach out. If I you weren't able to get that um, link, just hit me up on Instagram, boss. Ask woman of Sacramento. Type it in, and you'll see it. And you know, we are Sacramento is always there. Always, always. It's on a, it's on a big day, so we're gonna be busy that day. Oh, fuck. I know. Okay. I love it though. December tenth, y'all. So we are as a Sacramento. Oh, sorry. We are Sacramento. 
But the game that we're going to play today. Ooh, what are we playing? What are we playing? Game, right? I was nervous so, about this. I was like, oh my yeah, god, it's no, going to be a good one. It's, gonna, it's not going to be so hard. It's going to be real factual facts, statistics. Okay. You guys okay. are going to guess these statistics, and we're going to get mind blown by these statistics. All right. Statistics. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's go first. Ready? Okay. So the first. Who's going first? Stat is actually we're all going at the same okay. time. Got it. This is knowledgeable stats. Um, so, um, let's see. We know nothing. Okay. So, there were, so, of the 30 fastest 100-meter sprint times, Usain, no, sorry, I just Usain, fucked up. Usain, Usain Bolt. Okay. Usain Bolt won how many of them? Eight. Wait, of, of, of how many? 30s? Of the 30th fastest, of the 30 fastest 100 meter sprint times. How many does he claim? How many did Usain claim? I want to say Top eight. Top 10. Uh, All 10. 15. I'm going to go eight. He had claimed nine. Oh, shit. The other 21 that's, that's were run by athletes who tested positive for performance enhancing drugs. Oh, so he's the only one that's legit. Yeah. He's the only one that's legit. Yeah. I, I watched a video of him the other day, Jamaica. and uh, he slows down and lets homeboy get Catch side up. to side, and they're both just looking at each other. Yeah. And the dude that caught up is just looking at him smiling, and he just he does like two steps faster and just does the the the, the, yeah. the, the kimbe. Like, that's fucked up. Do you guys, so my favorite artist, Coffee? Yes, I love her. Oh my gosh, I seen her live. No oh, way. coffee! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. She um got famous because of a tribute song that she wrote to him. Tight. And performed oh. on YouTube. Dope. Hey, that's another fact. All right, oh. here's another one. So there have been. So this is this page has is four months old. Just a heads up, okay. But this um number two. So there have been 288 mass shootings at schools since 2009 in the U.S. The country with the next highest amount has what number? Like 12. Five. Five, 12. 185. 185. It's Canada, ain't it? Eight. Oh, shit. Damn. To be clear, they have 2.7 of the mass shootings at school that we do, which does not count. And I wonder why it doesn't count this, but it does not count Pulse in Orlando, the, Ve- the Vegas Strip shooting. Ex- sorry, well, the Vegas not- Strip shooting. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I do was at that hotel. But why wouldn't they count that? That's a definite. But see, that's the thing. I think it's it a, statistic is a really good way to get lied to because, like, America's classification of a mass shooting is completely different oh, than another country. That's countries. right. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, four or more four or within, or within more. the same. Like within incident the, or whatever. Yeah, not yeah. even incident, just within, like, a distance amount. Okay. A certain distance. Like, so. But, okay, yeah, so does it. It has, it has, it has to do with the issue, up. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I had said that. Yeah. Oh gosh! You said the distance. No, it, like it was, it's it's kind of like this. Like let's say if it's a drive-by, right? Yeah. We don't consider a drive-by to be a mass shooting, but if more than four people die, it's a mass shooting. It's right? considered a mass yeah. shooting, but it doesn't right. necessarily have to be a mass shooting. I thought that, so I was wondering, yeah. like, is it the same? Do they consider a mass shooting? This is it the same definition as we do everywhere? I don't think I don't, it is. I don't think it have, is. That would have to be like that'd be another research project. Oh, I gotta yeah. research it. It's a, back just, to that. I feel like we're on YouTube right yeah. now. We're about to go down the rabbit similar hole. Similar things occur, but it's only like two injuries or That's two deaths fact. or something. Uh, yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. So the next stat then. Damn. Um, and you know they it has say to be like ten in a different country or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I say is um, I tell you guys these facts, but don't quote me on them. 
Yeah. You better go research yourself. Yeah, man. I start the conversation. That's what I Don't do. Don't quote me, man, because I ain't <laughs> said shit. You're not gonna, you're not gonna believe me if I said the river's only two feet believe tall to jump me. in. There's right. alligators in that bitch. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, y'all, That's believe me. I'm a good person. I don't trust. Don't, I don't trust. You the guys should trust no. me. I'm not gonna tell your yeah. ass to do that. I scare, scare my ass. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I go if that person is wearing nice shoes, I don't trust them. I mean, in certain things. I go, nice hey. shoes? Yeah, because they're not going in the water. What's oh, nice shoes? Oh. Yeah, true that. They're not going in the water. They, they got come- nice shoes. Not, they don't know nothing about no damn alligators because they, they're wearing nice shoes. They're not going in the water. The fuck? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. 34% of adults and 75% of children sleep with stuffed animals or a blanket. I still sleep with a stuffed animal. Stuffed animal, huh? I it's my, my, it's my son. I do my, yeah, I cuddle my pillow. Yeah. Well, because my kids leave all their shit. I got so stuff like, down on my bed. They're on the yeah. bed, and it's like, okay, well. I wouldn't hate on I'm it. I, 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 sometimes I need a snuggle, it. man. Yeah. I don't I got nobody to snuggle. Yeah, I like blankets. I like to, like, be all. I yeah. like the pillows, like the long pillows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But oh, I will yeah. say, though, like, even Santana, like, I try to, like, Get into like every crevice of his like neck and shit, like the whole. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. I have a question. What is what's with that? Like, I don't. It, you know what? Like, there's certain parts of that that, and not even no sexual way, but there's just certain parts. <laughs> there's just certain parts. Like, if I was to like put my like. I don't know. It's his body. It's his body, like against my butt. You know how, like skin to skin, they stay with kids. Yeah. I always say, I was like, damn, that skin to skin shit's real. <laughs> Mommy is like, I'm yeah. so emotional. That's my man. Yeah. I know. Not, but seriously though, I do feel that way, and I just like, no, that's warm. super endearing. Like, yeah, it's no, like, like it's I, it's, I'm like, dude, you, I love the way you smell. Yeah, that's what happens when you wait for you know, three yeah. months at least. That three line months. has got me before, just so you know. <laughs> love that smell. I like your smell. Uh-huh. Like you're sick. You like, just know you're that. You're over, girl. Go over. <laughs> I wasn't attracted to you till now. <laughs> the whole temperature changed. Like, yeah. The okay. whole temperature changed. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's the next one. So despite making up less than 4% of the population, Americans produce over how much of the garbage in the world? Shit. In a percentage. Wait, what was the question? How yeah. much garbage does Americans... How much? How much garbage does America? What the fuck? Americans produce <laughs> compared to the rest of the world. Yeah, I'm gonna say like what? Twenty percent? Fifteen percent? Because China and India are high yeah, up there. Yeah. I would go like thirty. Thirty percent? Yeah, it's twenty percent, and ten of those, hey. and ten percent of that is just the the army. Just Holy shit! No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I, what? See, don't listen to Marty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> all of us, like you were. Like, Oh. Hey, but okay, look, I say that and I when you guys it, do though. yeah, when you guys do look it up and go get the actual facts because that's what you're gonna do, you are gonna be mind blown. No, think about it. I bet there is a shit ton of waste from all militaries around the world. Like think of bomb testing, like so the, they're gonna put an old ship out in the ocean somewhere and test their bombs yeah. to see if they're effective. So all that yeah. military waste at the bottom of the sea. And then we're all over the world, so uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and literally it's not just our army, like think of all the armies all the and military. Okay, combined, so. check this out. So, thank you for your service, though. We appreciate you. Oh, show. For sure. For the sure. ultimate sacrifice. I wouldn't do it. Groundwork. Thanks to the U.S. military's commitment to semi permanent basing and subcontractor support services, JPB produced about 250 tons of waste. Sounds per day. like a meth lab. Damn, roughly three times the amount of a comparable populated town in the United States. You're right, Mom. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
That's so like, I did see a video. I did see a video of this trash that like literally like this place that was that was belonged to the military. It was literally just like throwing out trash into the ocean. Fuck. And then like, America, you guys are the ones. Hey, listen. If we're gonna be first at anything. I mean, the we're gonna American shit. military. We're gonna is fuck shit up. Well, you know, Glass Beach was a dump. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, Glass Beach was a dump. Was a dump. That's how. That's yeah. why all that stuff is out there. Yeah. yeah. It was a dump. And think how long it's been out there to get smooth like that. Well, because you look. Have you been out there? Not recently. But and my yeah. son likes the. Where is that at exactly? At Fort Bragg, like yeah. North yeah, Northern like Cali. North Coast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. um my son likes to get in and like check shit out. So we're all up in there, like on the tide pools, checking stuff out. And you see like car parts, like a part of the earth now. Like no they are. Way. Like That's kind of tight though. I would, I would go crazy. I would try to look for hella shit. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. You see like different, like clay pots and like yeah. spark plugs and well, shit like even, that. Well, even when you think of like the, the, oh the naval yard, like Hunter's Point, right? That's where <laughs> the Navy was. Yep. Yep. And the Navy just recently gave back a lot of the land. And when you look at that, you go, you had PG&E in there, and now, you, and then you had the Navy Yard there. The Navy Yard polluted the shit out of that water. Like, well, when, think of Presidio too. Yeah, same right. shit. It's fucking. Or, but, I mean, damn, you know. and then the Oakland Naval Yard. So, and then Ti, like, oh what yeah. What about him? No. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just if it ain't about the money, uh, hey. what? Hey. Hey. Okay, here's the last one. Oh, sorry. This is ironic that it's on this stats page. However, they're gonna talk about we are talking about those high numbers in podcasts. Sixty-seven percent of statistics are made up. Well, because they're made. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's why I said in the beginning. Well, people get statistics so they can make themselves look yeah. good for their agenda. Gonna, people are gonna hate me, right? Or so promote a certain thing. Mm-hmm. The yep. worst thing to society is sociologists. Like sociology is the worst thing ever because. They go into, uh, uh, let's say they go into a city that's, let's say Sacramento, 500,000 is the population of the city of Sacramento, right? But they go in and they ask 100 people one question. Yep. And they go, oh, that's the general consensus of everyone in the fucking... And not only yep. that, they'll ask in one area. Yep. One area. Yep. Where they know typically what the they'll majority the result is going to be. So yeah. Yeah. there's no such thing as statistics that won't tell you a lie. It's just... It, yeah. Listen, shout out to you for being a sociologist. You went into it because you wanted to change the world. But at the end of the day. The study of people is important. Yeah, the study of of people is important. But I I trust an anthropologist more than I trust a sociologist. Because they're they're, uh, more. A girl broke up with me because I told her. (laughs) A girl broke up with me because I told her, (laughs) you're studying the worst thing ever. And she was like, what? Oh, my God, I'm trying to change the world. I was like, well, see, I, I love that you're going into it with that energy, but that's not what's going to happen. So, but they uh, stay on stats. So yeah. in a science major, they teach you that if you're ever going to, because there's a lot of things that are stat-based that you're looking at, yeah, you know. So buddy. they always teach you, look at, one, what's the source? Yeah. And look at what they think about what the source wants you to think based on numbers. Yeah. But any good when people are releasing stats, anybody that's trying to release something accurate will tell you their what their reasoning is, how many people they polled, if they polled people of different ethnicities, races, sexes, genders, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. How what area it was in, why it was the area. So there's a lot of criteria that actually go into a valid statistic. Well, like I do graphic design stuff, so I've done annual reports out the wazoo. Yep. 
they have all kinds of data. Yep. But you pull out the good stuff and you make uh-huh. that stuff look really exactly. big. Exactly. And then you put the other stuff little or you just uh-huh. put it, bury it in the yep. back with all the other stuff. So, yep. yeah, it's no all graphics, a game. graphics, just text. It, it's yeah. something yeah. about, like, to say in the science realm, anything you put out and release like that has to be reviewed by your peers. I'll, uh, um, I'll give you, uh, to just kind of throw people more of a bone to think about uh, statistics and, and polls, right? When think of a political, the Democratic polit- political party, they use fiscal year numbers to propose a uh, a a a law they want to pass any, or something. Yeah, a lot Anything. of any, a lot they of things regarding. They use a fiscal year amount, but the Republicans, what they do, they rebuttal with a gross amount of say 10, 20 years, Revenue. 25, yep. right? So they go, oh, so when the Republicans are trying to prove a point, it always helps them because they're using a bigger number to make the rebuttal, you know, better. And it's, it's almost like if people are not versed in the way, I'm going to say it like this because the United States is a business. If they're not mm-hmm. versed in the way the Democrats and the Republicans do business, mm-hmm. then you end up being lied to at all times. Oh, yeah, so times. just kind of think of it in that way. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, Marty, anything else? Yeah, that, no, that's, that's about it. Yeah. yeah, well, shit, that was Boss Talk with... Boss Ass Marty. And here's what we got up next, man, because we got we to gotta get to our interview pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, we got the forgotten segment with the... It's the classiest, more ratchetest, ratchetest so, so part of this podcast, and it's the Ratchet of Sports with... Mr. Miles Jolly. Yeah! Ooh, ooh, ooh. I did not have <laughs> sexual whoa, relationships. Whoa. Remember when my yeah. intro... Yeah. My intro was real crazy in the beginning, huh? It was. It was. She used to come hard I in the pit with it. I'm 30 now. I'm 30 now. She's 30 now. See? Last year. The age started going up. Started passing. Yeah. All that good shit. That takes a lot of energy. When you're 30, you start wearing low tops, not Jordan Jordans. So I thought she wears the mids. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing the mids. Okay. Those are fire, though. Dude, she had the new release on last those week, are so fire, I can't though. even talk shit. High top, no. yeah. you're good. So I, you're Gucci, fam, you're good. I, I can't talk shit. She on the, shoe she game on the, is fire. She on the Nike app like I just I don't wear them. Okay. Yeah. I don't either. Mighty might stay in the box Mighty might have a better shoe game than Santana. Did you say uh, might have? Uh, yeah. He said might have. That's she funny. said no. uh, you do, yeah, huh? She does. Santana doesn't give a f about uh-uh. shoes. I know. I can. Santana does not care about I shoes. Look, he tried to talk shit one day, and I looked like, oh, what the fuck you got on, man? Birkenstocks. <laughs> what did he have on? No, no. no. <laughs> he, he got me good. He's like, okay. he's like, oh, dude, look at those. Those new, huh? And I looked at, yeah, he's like, uh, dude, one of those numbers. Oh, they ain't that uh, tight. Yeah. He goes, they ain't that tight. Uh, I just look at him, and he's fucking laughing at me. So, yeah. Uh, no, in his defense, he doesn't wear shoes like that, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, all right, go ahead, Miles. So sorry, I ain't talked about the business of sports for a minute, so I'm gonna kind of reiterate a few things, and I'm gonna get to a point. Don't worry. But um, so my uh, every pro league has a commissioner. Yes. Yes. What do they do? Commission. <laughs> Make that commission. Yeah, yeah, right? Make that commission. Just like you're a butler. What do you do? I buttle. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, I don't so. even know. What does the commissioner do? A commissioner uh, oversees uh, rules, regulations, um, any foreseeing issues that happen, disciplinary issues. Uh, They also, they may or may not approve uh, meetings. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, They also approve uh, new teams 
coming onto the thing. Um, they also oversee <laughs> punishment for people that violate set rules for set uh, sport. Uh, they will also, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they do a lot. They do a lot. Yeah. They're kind of yeah. like the principal, the, like the president. They are. Yeah. They are. Well, not like the principal because they like they like have to discipline people they too. Have discipline, yeah. 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 And no, I like that you say approve uh, new teams coming into the league because that's of your list. That's one thing. That's not on the list. Not, it's not. It's we'll, by we'll, the owners. Yeah. We'll, and you will get into that a little but bit. I, okay, but maybe they you. influence. They influence things. They yes. influence a lot of those yes. things that they may or may not. Exactly. Yeah. But also the business of the commission because football is the only one that is proposed by all the owners completely. Football is kind of unique. Right, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I'm also an immigrant, so I might be. Nope. Uh, we'll we'll get to that. The, you it, might. They <laughs> they have a little bit more power than other own. Uh, uh, the commissioner has less sway in the NFL because their owners are a little bit more powerful yeah. than any of the other leagues. Money, but that, money, that, that money, doesn't money. exactly. But what do you think the number one thing the commissioner, the number one job, number one and two, because none of those are the number one or two jobs. Uh, they're the face of the of the league to protect the owners, which protect is being, owners. by being the oh, face so of the league okay. to make the owners money. By bro- oh, so this is bullshit. By brokering TV deals, etc. So they do all the contracts. Wow. Do all, doing all the contract so they're the work. spokesmen. They're like the yeah. So <laughs> who do you think owns the NFL? The owners. The owners. The thirty-two owners of the league are the owners of the NFL. It is a partnership. Wow. Okay. So that that's how, so like we are Sacramento Thanks. is a partnership. Yeah. There's multiple owners, but we all own we are yeah. Sacramento. How does that's, how, that's the all franchise major league sports is built. Which is fucking crazy that. because then now the commissioner makes you just a fucking employee. Like that you're the highest up at that point? Yeah. Or how does that a work? paid figurehead. You are the highest NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA office employee. You're the highest ranking executive. So you're everybody reports. You're a figurehead. You're a figurehead. Because, because you're, <laughs> biggest, you're not making decisions all based on what you want. You're making decisions based on all these people that pay your check. But you take the blame for it. Remember that? Ooh. Yeah, that's true. The, the commissioner takes all the blame. The 32 owners, they do not get blamed for any decisions that go on league-wide in any of these. That league. makes sense. So, so wait, so when the Clippers, the owner of the Clippers made that mistake of saying yep. some dumb shit. And he was forced to sell the team. So it was basically, he was forced to sell the team by the other owners. By the 32 owners. Who took the blame for it? And who, if you read any the article commissioner about took it, the blame for it that. will say Adam Silver forced... Uh, Shit, I wish I could remember his Daryl yeah. Morey uh-huh. to sell the Clippers. It when was it was a vote by all the fucking the thirty-two owners, motherfuckers. So that that's how that <laughs> is how that that is the number one job of a commissioner to protect the owners and to make the owners and the league that they represent money. But yeah. what happens if like we, we are second middle needs a commissioner? I know that's what I'm saying. Like why don't? But <laughs> essentially, no. Essentially, the commissioner of We Are Sacramento is the the general, the executive partner, which is you. Oh, yeah. shit. You're the figurehead. You are Damn. the executive partner. This is true. So do you, is, who's, this who's is the true. commissioner of the NFL right now? Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. And is, has he He's been here? He's a good here? one, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. How long has he been here? In the NFL? In life? <laughs> he's in the 60s. Okay. No, uh, in the NFL, uh, he is, so he's one of the few that is not a lawyer. He actually started as an, he has an economics degree. He started as an intern in the NFL and worked his way up 
over 30 plus years. Damn, he was a towel boy. That's pretty dope. He was a, in, in, the, in the NFL office. He Water was, boy. He was intern, Water boy. Moved his way up throughout the ranks, <laughs> public relations, et cetera, et cetera. Damn. So to become. In, I love that though. Yeah, exactly. To become an executive or a commissioner, sorry, you're nominated by either your predecessor oh, wow. or somebody within one of the owners. And then the owners vote on that. And mm. you huh. have to end up receiving whatever the league requirements are, number of votes to be commissioner. So that's how all of these current commissioners are in. The other two, uh, Adam Silver, NBA, and then uh, Rob Manfred from the NFL, they're both previous lawyers. Ooh. So they both worked at law speak firms. Very speak. They were clerks for federal judges, things like that. And they were both recommended by their predecessors. So... Yeah, of those three, who do you think makes the most? NFL, NBA, Major League? Major League. Commissioners. I would say NFL, man. No, I want to say basketball, though. No, we all said everything. (laughs) So what is it? NFL by a long shot. Because Um, NFL's big. Like, there's so much a big market. Uh, Roger Goodell made approximately $65 last year. Sixty-five million. Damn! Just for announcement, first draft draft. What did they do with that? Money? About forty million base Spend salary. Wipe their butt with million in bonuses. Like, based damn. upon how much money he makes. The, the NFL, yeah, the or how much the NFL grows in damn, so, revenue. Okay, or, so here's the here's the question I brought. So take the Raiders, first. take the Raiders for instance. No, no, no I, that's I, fine. Just because I'm not a fan, I'm, I'm just yeah. using the Raiders as an example because you guys' TV deal sucks. You uh, guys gotta like. You guys gotta sell out to be televised nationally. That is or based, play Kansas City. That, yeah. that is based upon NFL rules. Yes. Oh, okay. Because they are going to put the game on TV that makes them the most, most money, money, which is by viewers. Because the commissioner yeah. want that check, man. But so, the thing is, the Raiders I don't they know. are but number the one. The have been selling out. Though. Well, they're yeah. in a new stadium. They're and they're in yeah. Vegas. They're going to sell yeah. out. They're a lot of those out. tickets are for our giveaways. Yeah. Because they're just trying so. to fill seats. But the Raiders yeah. are the number one merch sellers, like for the like the last. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, there's a lot of gangbangers in LA still. Like, it's, they're buying, they need to buy the Raiders. Well, think about how many Raiders <laughs> fans are in LA. What? Like, yeah. the Raiders market, the Raiders used to yeah. play in LA for yeah. 10 plus years. So yeah. they, they have a fan base. You go to any Chargers, you go to any, any Rams, game, period. Any, yeah. any football game down there, and half that stadium is black and silver. Right. Like, so, I mean, we, yeah. dude, we black out a Chargers game. Yeah, and that's that's it. true. Because that's a rivalry. That, like, and we rivalry, black out sure. that stadium, so yeah. that that's pretty badass. Yeah, but no, uh, NBA is actually the lowest paid of those three. He Dang. NBA commissioner's base salary is ten mil. Uh, baseball seventeen point five. That's still not too bad though. Not at all. <laughs> <That's> still, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll bro, take that. Bro, they didn't give me. I'll do it for a million dollars, cause like we're good. <laughs> so we are. I was gonna ask this question, but we already answered it. So who's the, currently in the NFL, there's an NFL owner that they want to be gotten rid of. Who? The Dan Snyder from the Commanders. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of the, NFL? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. NFL. Who the hell are the, the Commanders? The, the, former, used to be the former Redskins. Yes. So he's the one that oh, didn't want to change wow, the name. Wow, you're even right. Though it's deemed a racial slur. And we made fun of the Commanders. We, like, made, we made fun of that all doesn't of them. Fit yeah, in. so. Yeah. And then there were still oppressors, yeah. The the right. sexual harassment in the workplace, the racism in the workplace, all that John Gruden stuff that we had talked about, yeah. all that roots back to him. To him, yeah. Like he's the central figure in all of these things that are Damn. occurring. 
So since we answered this question, it would not be the commissioner's job to get rid of said owner. It's the other 32 owners, which is probably going to happen within a year. Yeah, I could dig it. So since we already answered that, I'll move along. But we'll keep it non-ratchet, though, real quick. Um, We talk about gun violence all the time, and I'm glad it somehow always comes up on, like, our our segments kind of overlap and are very serendipitous in that manner. Um, but something that doesn't get brought to light a lot is the gun violence and shootings that occur at high school sporting events. Mm, we hear yes. about them occurring in the schools. Um, but in 2021, last year, there were 37 shootings at a high school sporting event. 12 weeks in a row at a high school football game somewhere in the country, there was a school shooting. So the, the high school football season is 12 weeks. So every week of a high school football season, there was a shooting at a football game somewhere around this country. Wow. This year, through October, or through the end of September, there have already been 38 shootings at a yeah. high school sporting event. Um, most of them are occurring in the southeast and midwest. Okay. States with lax gun laws. Ah. Uh. And uh, one in six shootings that occurs on a high school property are at a sporting event. So we can, I mean, just to put that in perspective, though, wow. there's five others that occur on school shootings that are non-sports related. Oh my so if you want to, like, that's terrible regardless. Um, so federal government doesn't fund anything okay. for safety or anything like that be, as they do for the other school shooting like in on campus type school shootings uh they're considered a lesser school shooting so funding for safety and things like that is up to individual schools so we know how that works financially yeah. nobody's paying for that yeah, <laughs> yeah. so real talk for they up. use sporting events to generate revenue right. so a lot of the safety falls to volunteers off-duty cops etc etc so Opinions on what is something, since it's obviously going up and increasing, and it's obviously not because the greater public goes, so it's not necessarily a student on student or even a student shooting per se, what can be done about that? Oh, damn. I think think we, we we can have our own opinions of what can be done kind of thing. Um, So I'll give you my opinion on what can be done because I think it definitely stems from the community itself. Like, where are these little ass kids getting the fucking guns? And, you know, these are are high school kids, but as you were saying that, I pulled up an article, and apparently there was a there was a shooting at Grant High School, and the first, I, I yep. seen Monterey uh-huh. Trail High School. That that's my home. That's my high school, and um, Grant High. So that obviously intrigued me. Came to hear, and it said that somebody um, that they don't believe was a student had passed away in the parking lot. And he, they believe he was like twenty something years old. Um, but anyway, I say all that to say. Um, why he had to be young enough to like, or or if he had to be at a football game for some reason, right? And so yeah. for for shots to be fired, knowing that there's gonna be families, students, like I, it, it's definitely different times. But I think to control it, it's like how do they like stem down to how are they getting these guns, and and how can we keep them active enough? I guess so that way, or or like I don't. 
Shit, I don't even know. Because <laughs> consider something keeping them active, going to a high school football game? Because it's not necessarily even a high school student that's the perpetrator, yeah. but are calmly going to be victims or at yeah. least emotionally or, you know, not, if not physically maimed by yeah. it. So. And, you know, I say all this to say, or excuse me, I say all this and I'm thinking like, well, okay, when I went to high school and I was going to these fo- football games, granted... That was my time to go do some bullshit, right? And yeah. like to act up, and so my mom doesn't know. Um, however, I I I think that it's hard. Like it's different times. Like you can't go to a football game without possibly, right. you know, something going down. You can't go to a mall, you know, without mm-hmm. something possibly going down. So like I think I know the answers, you know. But like at the end of the day, is being active that is it gonna prevent that because I know a lot, I know a lot of you know gangbangers who are really active in the streets that were like um, athletes yeah. yeah so I don't know yeah what about you guys it's like that <laughs> no you said it you kind of said it the right way yeah because like, there's so many things that you could do or you can't yeah. do or like is it in a good neighborhood a bad neighborhood like the, the sports team when they're better they have more access to stuff so they're going to have or, security or, and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah, um, precisely. A school yeah. with more money or a district per se with more money is going to have more access to being able to not have to hire, have volunteer, you know, parents be security yeah. or kids being ticket yeah. takers. Well, I, I, you know, so I will say this, this when it comes to gun violence, right, or, or that kind of stuff, the, the mass shootings, right, and you think of it in this way, I used to always be the, the, the prepotent to say things will change once it affects white people. But when it comes down to this this part of, of issues that we have in, in our country, a lot of the mass shootings happen in really good schools. Yep. Right? And things haven't changed. And here's and here's why I looked at in my research, right? In my I go, the gun the gun industry has some of the most highest paid lobbyists, strongest lobbying <laughs> firms in the country. So no matter which way or what we think, and any think tank that tells you this is what we could do, this is what we could do to change things, it's not, it's nothing, nothing is ever going to change because the lobbying power of the NRA and the gun industry is too strong to even touch it. Like, we can have discussions of change and kumbaya, but it's not going to change anything because at the, end of the, at the end of the day, with no pun intended, it's at the bottom line. And the mm-hmm. bottom line is that life is cheap. Babies are born every day. It, I mean, that's a true. That's true. I, statement. Babies it are is. born every right. fucking day. We're all like, replaceable. There was about a million born today in the world. Yep. Right. right? Yep. Probably more. I'm yep. just using statistics, so we're probably being lied to. Sixty-seven percent wrong. Sixty-seven percent is correct. Though. Yeah. So, no right. research that shit. So, what I'm going to say is. To change an entire industry that is solely dependent on the amount of people that own guns legally or illegally. That's another thing that they don't tell you. They don't. Do you notice how when they ask the NRA lobbying or the lobbying firms, they don't touch illegal use of guns because they can't even want to explain it. They, they can't. They, they cannot can't. explain that. There they isn't. can't even touch that subject. So, but they, what they do is they focus on the statistic of legal gun owners and what legal gun owners do. Right, and they use those statistics to push their agenda. Push their yeah. agenda per se, yeah. and incumbent just kind of go. Well, again, babies and new consumers of guns and because again, 
if you think of it as a business, the people dying are the other end of customer service when it comes down to to it. You're just an unhappy customer. But the amount of people that are happy with their guns is more than the people that die. And the fact that more people are born every day, yeah, life is cheap. And so then you're able to live with that collateral damage. So that's why I, I my personal opinion is it's not, this whole thing is never going to change because the lobbying... The lobbying laws have to change. Well, not only that, it's in our constitution. Right. It is our right yeah. to bear arms. I was about arms. to say, there's a lot of like people want this because it's part of their rights. Like, so they're not going to fight. They're going to fight it just like, because of that. Should we not take into consideration that that constitution and the Second Amendment were written at yeah. a time when, yeah, maybe our people should be bearing arms. That's yeah. not the case anymore. Yeah. Like. We're, yeah. I mean, it, every, it, it is the is the reasoning. Depends oh, on well, who you what ask. A civil war is depends coming. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Like we should all have war guns just in case this civil war comes. Yeah. Just in case we need to revolt against our government. Just in case, right. like. Well, I need a million just, dollars just in case. When is just in case <laughs> not yeah. a valid reason? Right. I, because, like, literally, right? Like, we're we're planning for the future so fucking much. Yeah. Like on one subject on and one, one subject on a physical tangible item. Yeah. Like that a tangible, really a has tangible a, item. Ha, like, it doesn't really if you pull in every almost every topic, it's not really like yeah. you look at it in all different types of ways of how I mean, we I'll, I'll give you a good example. I mean, look at how much we're affected by by things that happen on an everyday basis, right? We're affected by inflation. We're affected by the price of milk. We're affected by the price of gas. We're affected by this and those things. And then little by little things. Real things, right? And then naturally the loss of life, all these things, right? And then, but right now it's 2022. And a lot of things have changed within the times that we have been, you know, gas has gone up, down. There's inflation relief. There's uh, college relief funds. There's all these recessions. There's all these relief, depressions. Right? Yeah. But have you noticed that like Flint, Michigan, still has shitty water? Exactly. That's wild to me. Like right. that's so wild. I was like a kid. I felt like when that started. Right. Like, so so when you when you think of it, you go, well, if they had a good lobbying firm, things would change for them. Mm-hmm. But because. Again, it comes down to like, well, that's not a, a, a community that is viable anymore. Even when it comes down to the firms that were backing Black Lives Matter and all these people, they're not there because it's not viable for them to survive. A lot of these organizations go to the movements that are viable for them to exist, right? And, 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 and the topic of water is still perceived as a boring one. Huh? And it's not something that's, that is to say that it's, Oh, let's jump on the whole water issue because that's exciting. That's going to get us on the news. But keep in mind, if there's a hurricane in one of these islands, FEMA and the United States government is the first there handing out water. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. We have ships on the way before it's even made landfall. Well, people look at Flint and they're like, well, why don't you just move? Like I was listening to an NPR theme where they were like, people were like, why don't you just move? To where it always goes back to, it's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault. You lived in Flint. This happened. Why do you not have enough money to move? Yeah. And it's like. And you know, in their defense, I mean, like I'll speak on behalf of my, myself, like that is ignorant for me to think. Cause I, that I am that person. I'm like, man, like I would have just moved, but like 
realistically, is it that Moving easy? Expensive. It's, it's not, that easy, not yeah. even expensive, but how hard it is to start over another, like a whole new life in yes. a new place. Let's yeah. skip that. Say you got a $300,000 mortgage over 30 years you're paying for. You got $250,000 mm-hmm. left on that and you can sell your home for 25000 because you live in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. You still on the bill for two hundred and twenty-five k of a house yeah. that you don't own, and you cannot sell. There's so many sell layers of why you would stay. Yeah. So yeah. why would like you cannot move? Why would you stay? Otherwise, yeah. you're in bed for two twenty-five. Yeah, with no way to make it, and you gotta yeah. move. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It is crazy. How are what? What is? I mean, again, never really like been to Flint or thought about going there, but like, what is? The neighborhood, like, like not neighborhood. It's not. It's not. It's Is not it? a place you'd want to live. What in. you would yeah. expect the government to not help. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly what you expect the government not to help. I was watching a, a documentary not that long ago, and there was a coach. It was a basketball team, and the coach. I think it was Vice, of course, but the coach was like offering to. Um, wash the kids' clothes because they wouldn't be able to wash clothes yep. certain right. times or something like that. And, like, that was, like, horrible. I'm like, what it's the fuck? It's just a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's just a lot. Things that you don't but think about. Like, pray for Puerto Rico when their power's out, though. Like, yeah. sure I mean, do that, too. Do, do that, yeah. too. But, like, but, but you know, been, like, how many years has this been going on? Right. And, like, 15? how loud do we have to be about it? Because I swear, yeah. like, apparently everybody knew. Apparently it didn't matter. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, I think because I think, it went hush hush real quick. What is the? Why are they doing that? I think all these activists, right? All these activist firms, like, or people that jump into these sessions of things or issues that happen in the world or in the country, they need to start investing into hiring lobbying firms because that's how you change things. When you put pressure in the bottom line in politics, that's where you when you affect people's seat at the table, like yeah. the Senate or mm-hmm. Congress. If you start to go like, well, we're not going to vote for you this. And I said this on the last episode was like, we're used as leverage for votes because the Democrats know that now the touchy feely thing is is the thing. So we're going to exploit that to get the Hispanic and the black vote. And then Republicans go like, well, how do we get the Hispanic vote? And well, we're just going to promise them uh, um, green cards when, again, they can't promise that because I said this too: the IRS and the INS are two. Entities that are self-governed, and there's nothing a congressman can do or say. But they can say that, though. They, they can say, say that, it, yeah. but it's not gonna, they're yeah. not going to do that. So it's kind of like you have to think of it like, wait, like you have to start trying to be a part of that system. That it's like they fight. It's not a protest. Like a protest is fine to create some sort of awareness and call to action, but you also have to jump on the bandwagon of like we need lobbying firms. We need a lobbying someone that's constantly speaking to the congressman in the okay. level playing field. But it's not right? the sexy thing to do. So people with money don't yeah. want to put their money up for that. It's and right. you know, and they're making it, $65 million and shit. Like, what the fuck? What do you do with that shit? Yeah. Buy a big ass mansion. At the same time, it's like, can you be mad at somebody for not choosing to spend their money on a certain yeah. thing? Like, I it's totally their can. money. You yeah, know? Totally like, you cannot. Can, it's yeah. distasteful maybe to us, but at the same time, dude, it's your cash. Like, yeah, you are a douchebag, like, but I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just so playing. So it's like, what can you do? It's like, just to go back to like, to go full loop back to like high school sports shootings, it's left upon individual schools and jurisdictions a lot of times who don't have money to put it properly towards safety at these events. But at the same time, there's all this outcry. We need our kids to have after school programs or needs to be school sports or needs to be things for kids to do after school. 
So yeah. we want all these after school programs. We want school sports. We want things like that. But when it push comes to shove and things start becoming unsafe at these high school events, it still falls back on these poor schools and these impoverished neighborhoods to somehow come up with money to yeah. get proper security. Like cops aren't free. If you like anybody, you do any. If we wanted to have an event, we had to have SAC police come out. That's not free. Yeah. You got to pay SAC PD to do yeah. that. So it's you know they got to pay cops to do that. And without a budget, how can you? And especially when you're using sports events to help Make increase budget for the school to do things that are required and needed, you're taking away from the true purpose of a school to provide education. Right. So it's all just a big double-edged contradictory sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well. That is true. Well, that's where I was stuck there. So uh, yeah. you close you close the notebook. So close the notebook. Is, yeah. is that, <laughs> that's it. I take that's it, it as uh, that's Ratchet of Sports with Mr. Miles Jolly. Yeah, watch out, go Because you, okay. you know I got art everywhere coming up, so we got yeah. about 30 minutes. But we're running late. But, you know, this is the part where we interview our guest. You know, you heard her throughout the whole thing, and hopefully, you know, you got to know her in that way and her, her reaction she to the dumb shit. That's that that way. Way. a good thing. So now, now Miss Miss Marie, you know, you you are an artist. You are a graphic designer. Yes. That's also be be a part of an artist. You're an She's entrepreneur. Also an atmosphere fan. You're an atmosphere fan. I almost wore my atmosphere shirt today, it but is. it's dirty, so I had to wear MERS. Now, it happens. MERS today. Now, are you it happens. are you originally from the Sacramento area? No, I am there. a military brat. Okay, so you moved around a little. bit. I moved around a lot of bit. Yeah, a lot okay. of bit. Um, Sacramento is by far the longest I've ever been anywhere. That's dope. The next closest place was Salinas, and that was like oh, five wow. years. Oh, damn, he was out there. So yeah. when you were talking about like not worrying about shootings and stuff in high school, I was like, yo, that was not the story for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. In Salinas, you had to worry about that shit all the what time. Branch yeah. Of service. More army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. Lived, moved around a lot. Like, <laughs> I was made in Germany, but born in the states. Tight. Yeah. I was born in Colorado of oh, all wow. places. Oh shit. Like you Tight. would never have guessed that. Where? No. Yeah. Where in Germany? All over. Okay. Like, we lived... Well, she doesn't know exactly what part well, of Germany she was sure made. She may have heard the story. <laughs> well, like I don't know about what... Was, and, you where know, they came from, and, yeah. Now, now you, you know, you've been, like you mentioned, you've been here the longest, right? Yeah. Now, you, like I had mentioned, you're an artist. What, what inspired you to... How did you find your artistry? It was actually a coping mechanism. Oh, shit, okay. Like, as a kid, like, yeah. I look back, I never even thought I was an artist, like, real talk. Yeah. I was senior, my high school, you know, senior, like, oh, what am I going to do in my life? Yeah. Oh, look, a graphic design, apply to an art school. Sure, why not? Yeah. And I applied to an art school because I was told I was, like, decent at it. But I did it behind the scenes. Nice. Nobody really knew about it. And uh, just growing up, I looked back, and it was totally just, like, a coping mechanism thing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. 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 And then how, how did that grow into, like, where you're in now, like, into graphic design? Like, did, Was that kind of like a catapult to, like, Becoming a graphic designer, or it was just completely separate. It was, uh, it was connected. Uh, when I was in high school, <laughs> it kept me out of trouble. Uh, uh, in middle school, I was in Salinas. All right, so <laughs> I talking about like mm-hmm. things you regret looking right. back. I got some very chola <laughs> pictures out there. Damn. With the dark lipstick and everything. Yes. Like, that's, 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 you know. Yes. Like for real, for real. Um, <laughs> but I never had to worry about what set. I didn't have to worry about committing to a set or nothing. I was cool with everybody because I could draw. 
Yeah. Ah. I could do all English letters. Yo, could you do my name? Could you do my girl's name? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> cool. And I was off limits. Like, I yeah. was, I could hang with everybody. Yeah. And I didn't have to worry about, like, yeah. repping anything. So right. um, that's where it started. And then I realized it was something I could use for my benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. But I didn't really do a lot of it because I was shy. Like, yes, yeah. I like to talk. I like to do this kind of thing or whatever. But back then, I was like, mm. Yeah. Fit in where I can. I moved around a lot, so I knew how to like be a adapt. chameleon. You can yeah, adapt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, but, how to, uh, like, so, but you went to school for graphic design, though. Yeah, because I knew, like, oh, I can do art, but all you hear is starving artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah so, like, I, and I knew I was going to be on my own. I knew my parents weren't going to be helping me out. I knew it was like I got to figure shit out. Yeah. Ooh, graphic design. Everybody needs, like, oh, what's this graphic design thing? I did my senior project on graphic design. Oh, I love right. it. And then I was like, oh, CDs? Oh, I love music. And I love album covers. Like, I have, to, to this day, I might not have the CD, but I have the album cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah, in some CDs I will not get rid of because of the album right. cover. Um, so I was like, oh, hell yeah. Bet I can do that because I love magazines too. Like that's like my ultimate dream job was working for Vibe magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. magazine. Yes, oh, Vibe. Yeah. Yes, Bye. yes. And I still got a stack at home that I collect like, <laughs> some of them, my shit. favorites. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, like I saw it, my senior project, and then like I saw the ad for the Art Institute, and I was like, I need to get the fuck out of Salinas. Yeah. And at what point did you realize that that could be a good source of revenue for you? Oh shit. When I lost my job, when the housing crisis happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was working for some marketing firm up in Roseville, making money. My daughter was, like, two. I was making good money. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, out of school. I got a kid. I'm paying everything. Like, I'm paying all my bills. Good. Housing crisis happened, and one of our biggest clients was a housing person. Oh, no. oh shit, yeah. And I was low man on the totem pole, too. So. Yeah, you have to you gotta go. Get yeah. your, your excess fat. We got to get rid of you. And that was the first. I've been working since 13. Yeah. And that was the first time I've been let go from a job. Like every other job, it was like, I'm moving, I'm moving on, peace, my choice. Yeah. That yeah. was the first time I was like, oh shit. Yeah. It can really happen. So I didn't <laughs> think I could make money. Like I was just like thrown to the wolves. Like you're going to figure this shit out. Like, yeah. And I happened to be doing a little bit of freelance work for a little bit of people here and there. So I had a flyer and I just hit the pavement and just. Just hit running, yeah. Oh, damn. Get wow. here. This is my shit. And like, <laughs> I had somebody hold on to that flyer for two years before they contacted me. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Because on the top of it, it was a beat up cardboard. It said, Will Design for Food. Aww. Yeah. And she said, I kept it for that because I thought it was cool. And she's like, Oh, I need somebody. And I remembered that I had that shit. So yeah. that's when I realized I could make money off of it. And I started paying yeah. my bills. And I was like, Oh, I can do this? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got this. Wow. Yeah. And there's definitely like I, for me, you obviously done the, have been doing graphic design a lot longer than I have. I know I've been low key watching you. Like, Girl, this is my time. Where I'm like, wow, they talk. I don't know what I'm doing right now, so don't worry. This is the testing process. But um, so I, what I was gonna say is like I've had conversations on this podcast of like, when do you, when should, when what should I start charging people? Like literally, and um, you already should be. You're not charging no, people. No, no, no. Yeah, know, yeah. Right? This was a few years ago. This was a few years ago when I first started designing. But like, I was obviously learning, and I've gotten to a point where I'm never gonna stop learning how to do shit as a graphic designer. Yeah. So if any graphic designers are listening, like it's forever, in my opinion, forever. You're gonna well, forever you learn. learn it because like it's such a thing that you're like, oh, I can do that shit myself. Yeah, exactly, Fuck that. exactly. Yeah. And then you learn something and you're like, shit, like. 
oh yeah, maybe I could do that, but how do I do that? Now you're learning a whole nother fucking skill and whatever the, whatever the case may be, right? But I say all that to say like, it's very encouraging. I, that's my new slogan, by the way, if you guys haven't noticed. I say what? that to say. I say that to say? I say all that to say. That's oh, what, okay. Is that your new tagline? Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Anyway, back to this. Yes. Um, I was saying that because knowing, like hearing your side and your perspective of like, when do you charge? You know, like as soon as you like do it when you can, as soon as you realize you can do it is very encouraging for a lot of people, including myself. Well, even charging, you don't have to charge cash. Yeah. Like I, I think people don't also get that confused where they're like, oh, I need to charge money. Nah, you could be charging. I have not paid for a haircut like yeah. with physical cash in yep. a minute. Yep. Because me and my hair person got a deal set up and I just do her graphics. So mm-hmm. we pay that way. <laughs> yeah. Like so. And like, man, the way, gosh, that lifestyle, I love it. I love I like bartering and trading and like, I love it. It's like Burning Man kind of, but not really. Yeah, because you have to barter at Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, no cash. cash is not allowed. There's no cash allowed at all. But no, yeah, like that's a great thing that I learned with that. Like I haven't made a lot of cash yeah. over the years, but I have paid for a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. I've paid. And money is fluid, so what is it really? I was just asking my mom, like, what is money? Like, it's just like paper. paper. Yeah, it's an idea. Yeah. Right? Me yeah. and my kids were listening to some shit. Like it started off as just people carrying around fucking like rocks yes. and stuff. Yeah. Like, yes. That's what it was. It was just like trading rocks. Yes. And yeah, then it turned into that like was perceived as valuable within a community. Well, and then yeah. one guy decided, oh, I'm gonna be the one that holds all the rocks. So I'm a huge public radio nerd. Okay. Like, I love public radio. Like, okay. that's my jam. Like, if you come in my car and you hear public radio on, don't judge. I okay. love music too, but I'm a nerd on that stuff. So we were just listening to it. And so what happened was, I can't remember where it was, some guy decided, oh, everybody's tired of carrying around all these fucking rocks. So I'm going to be the one that says, here, here's a piece of paper. So-and-so has all my rocks or whatever. Uh, so yeah. here, you pay for it. Go get my shit. You know mm, what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how it worked out. And I was like... Wow, and it's evolved to what it is today. Yeah. You Supposedly know what? being backed by gold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There yeah. was like big ass stones that used to be in front of people's houses, and that was the value of like what yeah. you had. In, yeah. Like, as your man, it's crazy. So, hey, we've been using, well, yeah. Back in the day, you used to be able to go to a bank and say, I would like to trade my $1 for $1 in gold, and they would give you your yeah. gold. I c- you are no longer allowed to get your physical gold for this. Well, you're supposed to have a broker, uh, a license to even have a fucking bar, a bar of gold. Yeah. Like if you have an actual bar of gold and you're carrying it around, how much is that? Well, it depends on how the weight of the gold. Oh. So, so a bar of gold weight. could be like I, mean, so I, I don't know, twenty five keys, right? There's there's a fixed weight, right? But we're not going to go into that right away. away. Depends on. What the gold right. the value that makes sense. of gold? But you for, can't legally walk around with bars of gold without having a proper okay. license. Okay. Because yeah. you're a broker. So about yeah. the yeah. so Marie, back to you, girlfriend. I know we could. <laughs> look at the gold <laughs> thing right we're now. Sorry. We're just not gonna go into. We're gonna talk yes. about Marie today. So okay, I met you. Price of gold. How many? I met you probably like when I started boss, probably times. right. So maybe yeah. four years ago. It was in the very four. very beginning. It's about it's a few months. It's going to be four years. Um, and I definitely started boss, and I feel like you've been there from day one, girl. Like let me just say that. Um, and I know how important like sisterhood and community, and just like the the other women entrepreneurs within your community, and like how special it is to you, like, um, and, and myself. And I think that's how we like obviously you know we, uh, we vibed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, what is you're forever helping me out. You're forever helping the team out, and like. 
I could tell genuinely, like the community part and the loyalty part is like, Oh, it's huge mom, for me. Right? Yeah. Like, why is this so important to you? Um, so the supporting, why it goes so hard for women businesses is because when I started, there wasn't that out there. Like networking events were dressing up in, you know, business yeah. attire and people did I not look like I love that. Oh, I hated that shit. Like, I hated that. Like, I'm not with a going. passion. I hated wearing, <laughs> I hated wearing that stuff. Um, so now that that's out there, I go hard for it because I know how important it is to have that. Because now that I have it, I'm like, bitch, I wish I had that like in the beginning. Um, Me so, and Miles yeah. can't say that word, but yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> you could, depending like, on how you say it. I'm a boss ass bitch, and they're like, oh, yeah, she said it. That was us. But no, like, because there was never that around. So I do yeah. that because, yeah. and the reason why I show up for folks is because people didn't really show up for me when I was little. So like, I, I want to make yeah. sure I show up for other folks because yeah. that's a love language for me yeah if you show up for me i'm going to show up for you i love it and and it's going to be like a thing where we're always just out doing each other yeah. like coming, i love it showing up with coasters for free just because like yo i love <laughs> you need it to have coasters or whatever or no, him you just didn't like the coasters yeah. no you needed some dope ass coasters yeah. well and then like and, i go and to a business card too because people are like oh these are nice coasters yeah. oh miss redesign here she's you made them you I know what you right did right there. You, you know right the amount of people that walked through here. You knew what you was doing. Uh, <laughs> well, no, but then like just the the connections you make through business or whatever. Yeah, like absolutely. I'm going to hype you up if you hype me up and take care of you. Like I work at kitchen table now. Oh yeah. Oh, people yeah. come through there and they ask about the food items. I'm yeah. like, I don't know shit about any other food <laughs> item, but Jolly Trading Co. This shit is bomb. <laughs> bomb. That I know the dude cook. that makes this and yeah. I have some of this in my cabinet right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so take you. a picture with me. Thank you. Tell Susan I know she needs to reorder. That what, <laughs> what has been the hardest part of conducting business in this in this climate right now? For you, competing with, um, I don't want to say DIYers because you can DIY shit, but just competing with all the with everyone, TikTok. with everybody, yeah. There's, well, just like there's like Fiverr, there's yeah. um, all these people who are like, oh, I just learned how to do it on YouTube. YouTube is great. I learn a lot of shit on YouTube. Yeah, no knocking it. You can take care of stuff that way. You can learn your stuff, but then people want me to do stuff for that price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I've been doing this for yeah. a whole lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you come to me, you're not going to get a PNG file of your shit. You're going to yeah. get the whole shit. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part too. I think, um, I, cause I run into that with photography where mm-hmm. people will be like, Hey man, I got about, I got $500, man. Can you do my wedding for 10 hours? I go, fam, I can't do that. I yeah. can't even, I can't even, I, I can't like that's not that I lose money at that point. Yeah. yeah, you know they're like, oh man, but like that's all I have. Like yeah, but I can't do that. And I go, I know people that will do that for yeah. you, but then you're gonna ask me to to edit these pictures after when you're not happy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So there is, and there is people that do that that charge that little because they have to feel the need to compete. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that you've lowered your prices just to just to be a part of the conversation 
Because I've, I've, oh, I've definitely I've done thought that. about it before. Yeah. I've done it in the beginning. I don't do it that much anymore. Yeah. I did a lot of that in the beginning to just like, because just the, am I good enough for this? Mm-hmm. Like when I was yeah. starting off, like, oh, I just need to do it for, right. do it for whatever. Do it for the exposure. Do yeah. it for the 50 bucks, whatever. I just need to do it. Because even in art, you see that a lot too, mm-hmm. where, where an artist will charge like $300 for a piece and it's actually worth like a 1000 Yep. Yeah. Right? Or even more. Like you can even go more, right? And, then, and you see that and it's sad to see that because they're just... Becoming a diluted version of themselves to exist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's a hard part. To well, be and then I do design and art, right? So, like, right. the design stuff, I'm confident as hell charging my stuff. Bloop. Yep. You, yeah. you want to pay it? That's cool. I'll see you later when you yeah. come back. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, my art stuff, I'm still like, like, how much do you want to pay? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also, like, you're talking about, like, just cranking stuff out just, like, to be part of the machine. Yeah. I ha- I've had to evaluate my design stuff and my art stuff because I'm so used to design stuff where it's yeah. like quick, 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 yeah. pump it out, pump it out, right. give me the best value for my, bang for my buck or whatever. Yeah. But the art stuff is taking longer. Yeah. Um, like that piece I'm doing with Gabe right now, I'm so used to doing stuff at a fast speed, getting stuff done because we got to get on to the next. But there's a process. But there's a process. So I'm really taking my time with this and really slowing down and really like doing the time and stuff like that. So learning that between art and design. Yeah. Like being able to, yeah. So it's like, it's weird. Right. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's it. a level of commitment, right? Like there's, to everything there's a level of commitment. I think, I think, you know, um, I know when we first got this spot, you, you was like, well, I want to do art show and art show happened here. Dude, right. I still get kind of emotional when I think about it because yeah. like, I forget and then like it hits me like every so uh, often that this yeah. was the spot. Because, yeah. yo, that if you were there, like yeah. you felt like the, the emotion in here, you could yeah. feel that shit. There was I a agree. lot of movement here for yeah. that day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I so, agree. and how, how do you, how did that, at least that moment, like forget about the part where, where it happened, just the fact that it happened, right? Yes. And how did that change your, your mindset on like, oh, well, this is actually something that I can do on top of everything else. And, that was like a real a- changing moment, like for reals. And I mean, that's only, that was last year, June, July, July. Yeah. 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 Um, and just yeah. think like that's been only a year and all the shit. Yeah. Because everything that's happened in this last year is a direct reflection of that moment. Yeah. So many things happened in that moment and that that on that day, so, like with my confidence. Yeah, I think that was a big thing. Um, my grandma and my aunt, dude. I'm, <laughs> whew, um, my grandma, and my aunt showing up. Yeah, and oh. she walked yeah. up them stairs, and I I didn't think she was gonna make it. Bruh, she just had knee surgery yeah. like the week. She oh came up here. no! So like I thought for sure in my head, like I was thinking they ain't gonna show up, but there was no like lost love in that because yeah, yeah. My grandma's in my DMs and on my messages oh, every day it. calling me and shit. So she's yeah, always there yeah. for me. So she's supportive. That's a strong lady, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, for me, I didn't have a lot of that of that show up. Yeah. So that was a huge thing for me. And the people that did show up and people I didn't even know showed up. Like, that's yeah. where I met Gabe. Yeah. Um, and it was just, like, there's so many things that happened on that night. I just oh, yeah. I love that for you. Yeah, like yeah. it's an emotional thing for me because even my friend will like remind me every so often. Be like, yeah. bitch, you did yeah. that shit. Because my friend yeah. from Texas came down here, right? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah. Yeah. So she came down here. I was like, dude, you don't have to come down for our show. Like, real talk. <laughs> like, come on. Like, there'll be yeah. more. And she she's caught like, a flight. Yeah. No, yeah. she was like, nah, I'm coming. I'm supporting. Like, I love that because we've been friends for a hella long, and she, me and her kind of like go through life parallel to each other. So we're going through the same shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. um 
And she was like, no, nah, I'm going to be there. And I like, could start at 5 or 6 or whatever, like yeah. two minutes after it was supposed to start, like the actual start time. She was here before. Yeah. But like two minutes out of start time, she's like, mine. Aww. That's mine. I'm taking yeah. that one right there. And she yeah, was like, sold, sold. Yeah, you sold art out yeah. of here. Yeah. That's and that so was like amazing. crazy for me because I didn't yeah. think I was going to sell shit. Like I, that's why I had like yeah. extra stuff. I had some prints and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I thought that would be the thing. Like, yeah, that made a lot of the money, but I had no idea what actually sell yeah. actual Actual art, not just right. the prints. I, sorry, I definitely want to like point. I know I, I, I expressed earlier that we've known each other for a few years now, and like, girl, I want to give you your flowers for just like the growth, the elevation. Thank you. Thank like you. we see the confidence, we see that you're thriving and flourishing, and like loving every moment of it. Like you just are in a happy place to us, to you know, visually looking out yeah, or yeah. looking in and. I just want you to know that because we are proud. Thank Your you, city you. is proud. You're yeah, a boss yeah, ass bitch. Well, because when you met me, I was depressed as hell. Yeah. Nobody knew that, but I was depressed as yeah. hell when you met me. I remember. Yeah. So I remember hearing stories, little yeah. snippets mm-hmm. of of just things that we were going through and yeah. like times that we were in at, at that moment. And I think that when I met you, it, it was a time that I think we were all like. What the fuck are yeah. we doing? You know, like, we what are we doing? The, we were all in the hole, like, damn. And shout was. out to Feminism because through everything, they are the most supportive ever. So, like, Feminism, guys. Feminism. Yeah. Very dope. I think, you know, the, the, I'll, I'll top it off with that topic on, or with that part of the topic where I think even for, for us, when you, when, when you did your art show here, it, it made me almost pivot a completely different way. You know what I mean? Because the space was going to be here for things, right? And but when I when I said, "Hey, do your art show here," I wanted to see if that would even work. Yeah. So it's like that was almost, the test, baby. It's almost <laughs> like I used you. I know because Mario didn't serve no liquor or mine. I'm like he does everybody you. else's. <laughs> I like I literally used that to be like, oh, okay, because I needed to see what would work on top of what you did and I go oh so if you have good art and then you have entertainment and then on top of that you change the way people experience art because this wasn't your your buttoned up nah. gallery whatsoever we had little kids running around yeah there was there was a lot of there was a lot of real people experiencing art and I think in my eyes from my up and coming like I always believed that art it's supposed to be experienced in a way that is congruent to who you are as a person mm-hmm. like there could be 20 people in here but every single 20 person 20 each person here should be able to experience art differently in the yeah. same room right. that was wild to see that was right. definitely crazy to see like people right. like interacting with my art and right. like seeing how they were like the one that the big one that was right yeah. here yeah um, because all the lyrics on it people were like yeah. starting like oh, oh what the hell does that say yeah like there what was a say? lady that came here uh, her name is Glenda that I met through a friend she came here before the show because you you hung it up the day before and she started crying because she was going through a divorce oh. right that, and, and, that, and that's and where that she comes lyrics, from and, mm-hmm. and she's like she was like oh I gotta walk away from this like you just met me you're gonna think of some crazy lady crying at your, at your thing and I was like she started crying because all the lyrics were all yep. like breakups so, like like love songs that it we was breakup and yeah. like empowering shit it was a combination of mm-hmm. both so like when you're going through that shit like that's what you're feeling like you're yeah. feeling the down stuff but you're also feeling like fuck that I could do this yeah. shit right. um, and all that art was like it was a therapy session like every single piece that was made was made during okay. and from the time of when I was going through all that shit like all split up stuff you know now to to ask like where 
like you started your podcast here with us. You're part mm-hmm. of the family now. You know, mm-hmm. Phil's right behind you. He's part of the family too. Yeah. You know, so, um, He's a wink. Groundwork. They record here. Part of the family. Uh, you know, at one point, Boss <laughs> is going to start their own podcast. We hope to see it. I'm, I've been waiting. It was a thought at one yeah, point. At one point, right? No. Now, not so much. <laughs> now, <laughs> not no uh, Now, what was your what was your purpose or even wanting to start a podcast? So I never even thought I'd be doing this kind of stuff. Nope. Like real talk. Um, never. During the pandemic, I was talking with a friend and he has the gift of gab. Like he can just do it. Like do it. Yeah. It just seems effortless. Yeah. And I just like commented on, like gave him flowers. Like, yo, I really appreciate that about you. Like, I wish I could do that. He's like, you can. And then he said something about, like, he hate that he can't draw or something like that. And I was like, but you can. Uh-huh. So it kind of, like, made, like, a little pact. Um, and I'm oh, still... Oh, yeah, that's like me saying, I hate that I can't dance. <laughs> yeah. But I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, figuring... So, like, <laughs> Instagram was easy. Like, yeah. you can just pop up anywhere. Just do anything, yeah. Yeah, you can pop up anywhere. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to push myself. Yeah. And so I started the chill and chat thing. Um, my, okay. my hair Love. person, we, me and her talked about it. Because sitting in her chair... She's always talking to people. Yeah. And she's like, I need to do something like this. Pandemic happened. Her shop's closed. We're like, let's do a couple episodes. And she's like, oh, you can take care of the rest. That's all you. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Because it started taking off. Everybody wanted to be on it. Oh, I want you. you know, yeah. the, the, the. Okay, cool. Eh. But I really don't like the video aspect of it. Like, I really, really don't. I don't like, I've always loved radio. I've always been a music person. And I love, and sound. I will fall in love with somebody Based off their voice before I even see them. Oh, Dang. Yeah. oh wow. Real talk. Oh. Real talk. Like, she was on the hotline, huh? Yeah, she was on the hotline. Well, no, because like. Because <laughs> you know when the hotline you know, you know what you're not talking you about. Yes. The one we had no business being on. Okay. Wow. Oh, my God. So think about when we were listening to music as kids, there wasn't the internet to go look somebody up. Like if you yeah, hurt somebody, oh yeah, yeah. you hurt yeah. somebody. If, right? you, if you didn't like them, you had to. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Had so to talk on the phone. Yeah. yeah. So like it was always, a, and I moved a lot, and music was constant everywhere. So like just, I like listening okay. to things. Yeah. I don't, now, and I don't like. I think I make funny faces when I'm talking, and I do stuff. So I'd rather do this, where it's I, like. I'm a hand talker. Too. Yeah, and yeah, I'm uh-huh. doing things, so I'd rather be just doing it like this. So. <laughs> But I was you now you dead ass center. Right? I know yeah. right now, like right yeah. for real. But still, it's still yeah. I'm at, at a more comfortable spot. So I kept doing that, but I wanted to get rid of the that part of it. I didn't want to do the video part of it okay. anymore. And then I was like, oh Mario, and I did Phil's <laughs> podcast actually yeah. sitting here right now. And then we started talking. Like yeah. that's when I was like, okay. And I know if I come to Mario with an idea, you can. I better be like ready to work on that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like Mo. immediately. Like, like you better be ready to make you better moves do ASAP. Do not waste my time. Yes, yeah. which I totally appreciate yeah. because I'm the same uh, way. Like, yeah. no, nope, nope. And I, that's yeah. why I never came to you about it. Yeah. But it felt right because when yeah. I sat here and did it with Phil, I was like, that's it. Yeah. I can do that shit. Yeah. It's like a yeah. conversation, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I do the notes. I do yeah. the notes and all that stuff anyways, my, my, even with my chilling chats. Because yeah. I don't like coming up and being unprepared. Because I'm okay. not going to be sitting there and being like, uh. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Now. <laughs> we just talked. Now, funny. Well, funny <laughs> that you mentioned Phil. So, we, yeah. we got to record him in about five minutes, right? So, <laughs> I let's, we can wrap it up at this point And we can go like this. I'm going to ask you two questions. Like, what have you learned from your process? From when the day I met, from I met you at Tomato Alley. 
Long, long ago. I was going to see Rochelle. I wasn't even going to go see him. (laughs) (laughs) He happened to pop in. You know what I'm saying? But Mario, man, you know that motherfucker. That boy's so mad. That boy good. That boy good. He could have loved it. Well, like, we were talking about vibes earlier. Vibe instantly. I was like, I I can know this person. Yeah. I can do business with this person. Like, if that ever comes down to it, I can do business with this person. Look, listen. It, 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 it. At some day, you know, at some points, I think we all figure out who we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to figure out who I'm supposed to be. Miles, again, like he didn't <laughs> think he was ever going to be doing a podcast. And no, now never. he's over here. You, yeah, you know, and Marty, and now he's got people looking up feet and stuff. So yeah. I said that on my podcast, oh, yeah. Yeah. and my friend looked it up too and sent me like this scathing thing, like, "Yo, I yeah. told you, told me." I was like, yeah. hey, I, I, "I warned you." Look, hey, I dared y'all. And look, and look, yeah. Sanders' toe. Oh, Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And look, and Marty yeah. is the result of a cultivated relationship that I have with her cousin that I went to high school with. Just <laughs> we weren't the best of friends. We didn't hang out all the time, but he knew. I was a stand-up person since 1994. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that I would never, like, mean no harm to his cousin. Because yeah. he was like, he sent us both the same message. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I think it's, it, 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 even if you take us out of the equation, I think learning to read the room is very important. Oh, and who you bring into your life. So, like, like, again, like, what have you learned from the day I met you at Tomato Alley till today? What have you learned in conducting business in the realm that you're in? Damn, that's a heavy-ass question. <laughs> Man, I'm, we are about 205 pounds because I've been riding my bike, so it's heavy as fuck. Oh, well, no, because like... What? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you saying? <laughs> Dude, I'm down to 205 pounds right now. That's what's up. I was, I was a, You should give yourself a little clap, clap, clap. I was 200, 266 pounds. They don't yeah. see you. Hey, that's what's up. They That's don't bike see you. They don't see me, but we <laughs> But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> no, so um, what have I learned? I've learned a lot. Um, I think maybe the biggest thing since meeting you, I started really investing in my community. Yeah, Ooh, love it. Like who my community is, who's my people, who are my, you know, folks that I can call on for stuff. Because it's like, each one of you, I call them for certain things. Aww. Yeah, if you need somebody uh-huh. to get checked, I got you. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but, so I think that's probably the biggest thing. Since we've met, I've really put into who I'm around. Because before, I was just who around whoever was around. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. really think about it. Yeah. Because, um, like, when I started my business, I was the only person I knew starting the business. Yeah. Like, there was nobody around me. And, like, now... I mostly know business owners. But so, now you see how we're buttoning so it up true. now, like where how soon is too soon or when is too soon, right? Yeah. Like maybe four years ago you didn't know that lesson, but now you know like, hey, like who is around you is what's important. And that was the whole part of that rant in yeah. the beginning. It's like who is around you is the important part mm-hmm. because that's who scales our, our morals to an extent because I will behave, I behave differently now that I have these people around me yes, as opposed to true. when I was younger. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's like, like when Brittany said yesterday, like, no, like you behave a certain way because Marty was looking at you and yeah. Pastel was looking at you. Yes. And you needed to act that way because then that would have completely changed the way they look at you. And again, now with the people that are around you, you behave a certain way. You're yep. very supportive. You're very, because mm-hmm. even that's the reason why Marty is giving you your flowers because you have behaved consistently a certain way mm-hmm. for four years. Yeah. Right? So, and I was that way before, but I just wasn't 
putting it out there. I wasn't yeah. tooting my own horn. And right. I, I think I learned that too. Like I was Be your it, best cheerleader. Yeah. There's always going to love yeah. you more than you love yourself. And I, I definitely learned that. Like yeah. knowing you and just like putting stuff out there and being confident with it yeah. and doing it. Fuck it. Like just try it. Yeah. Like let's try something. And yeah. Now, now, now my last question is, and we're going to cap the show like this. How do you measure success? How do I measure success? Who? In a world. I don't know. <laughs> Where hot pockets are the thing. Hot pockets. Hot pockets. I fucking love hot pockets. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lava hot or If ice I can cold. buy a 20-pack at Costco and not be broke, that's success right there. <laughs> On some real shit. How many of y'all have gone to 7-Eleven, just bought the one because you don't have enough money to buy the whole pack? Well, you know what? I success is waking uh, up. I usually the, corn the pizza or pizza rolls. Yeah, yeah I love that too. Yeah. But go ahead, Marie. Sorry, <laughs> um, I said I'm waking, waking up and being able to do whatever the fuck I want. Best part of waking up. Oh, yeah. I heard your little it's bars earlier. It's in <laughs> your <laughs> cup. Yeah. But, yeah, that's dope. No, yeah, because, like, that's what I think the biggest part I love about being a business owner is I get to do what I want when I want. Yeah. Yes, I have responsibilities, mm-hmm. but, I, but I got freedom of my time. So that's my success. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Dope. But you know, we we love you for finally being here. I don't know what took so long. I finally got the invite. That's what it was. Know what I mean? But it, you know, it has to be everything we do out here. We are Sacramento. It has is very methodical. And it has to have a purpose, and the purpose is here. You know, you here. You are. You have. Well, now, no, it's two days before my birthday. That's why you got one to me. Happy yeah. birthday! There you go. Ready? Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Or the other one. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I don't only really know one part of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all right. That's okay. Now, listen, man. Now, <laughs> we're just going to end the show because I got Phil looking People at waiting. me like, just end it already so I can do my podcast. I'm running late, I'm man. Go home. Listen, when you do three podcasts in one day, the first podcast running late will fucking Fuck everything kill up. everything up. But you know what? It was an important podcast. It was a great uh, guest. Big shout outs to Nod Wines. That was a great fucking just just sit here and listen to that. Um, she look, knows man, shit. Yeah, man. But check this out, man. Look, the world is a world and the world is changing. Um, just make sure that you're just out there trying to do the right thing. You don't have to completely accomplish the right thing. Just don't go be out there trying to cause no harm to people. And with that being said, you know we got an Instagram on this. We are Sacramento. 916. And you know we got an email on this. We are Sacramento. 916. At gmail.com. And you know we got a website on this. We are Sacramento. 916.com. And we are Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah, man.